Here it goes. Uh, my name is Brandon, and this is my wife, who's silent, apparently. I'm Helena. And we are the Peters, and uh, we are village missionaries in Boyle, Alberta, if you don't know where that is. Uh, it's an hour and a half northeast of Edmonton, or at least that's what we tell everybody who doesn't know where Boyle is. And um, Village Missions, the, the reason why we're here, is uh, they exist to glorify Jesus Christ by developing spiritually vital churches in rural North America and to help country churches thrive. And so they do that by providing spiritual leadership, uh, also known as <coughs> pastors, uh, to country churches and... Uh, they believe that uh, the church is central to keeping a gospel presence in rural Canada, impacting Christians and unbelievers alike. And so um, village missionaries come into these places and they bring the gospel and uh, the presence of Christ to these places and uh, essentially vitalize them. So that's why we're here in Boyle. Uh, this is a, a village missions church that we're at, Boyle Gospel Chapel. And uh, I, I think that's the reason why uh, we, or I guess I should say, it's more more my doing. You're, you're still drinking your beverage. Sorry. No. <laughs> I'm listening yeah, to no. the intro while listening. Yes, I will always. I can almost guarantee you I will have a beverage every single time. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Um, see, now I forgot where I was. <laughs> you are the pastor. Yeah, no, uh, the, yeah, no, no, the reason uh, <laughs> this is more, uh, I guess this podcast is more uh, my idea than Helena's idea. I, I think she would much rather not be involved, but uh, she is <laughs> a co-host <laughs> because we are... Uh, married, that's how it works. We're, we're married, uh, we're a team, and we do these kinds of things together so um this first episode uh is uh, i guess a, a, an introduction to kind of what we want to accomplish on this podcast uh and thus we've titled it i i've i've titled it you, you've just kind of yeah got, got along with that i suppose uh is family life and ministry shaped by the gospel and uh well, that's what this episode is that, that's what this episode is yeah um this the the title of our our podcast is pondering with the Peters, and so we uh, we're inviting everyone to kind of ponder these different topics with us, and and so um, yeah, just as we think of uh, family life and ministry shaped by the gospel, uh, I guess a great place to start would be to ask the question, "What is the gospel?" So, Helena, how would you define the gospel? Uh, well, Brennan, you know, to put you on the spot, (laughs) um, the gospel is the story of Christ in the world. And we know that story in four sections known as creation, fall, redemption, and restoration. Oh, that's so great. Oh yeah. That's so great. (laughs) And, uh, would you want to unpack, unpack that for us? Um, sure. Yes. Uh, creation is that God created the earth. Um, and he created it well and perfect. Uh, but then humans distorted that when we sinned against him, which is what we call the fall. And then 
from, well, from the beginning of time, but from that moment, he had a plan for redemption and God sent his son Jesus to come and be the sacrifice for our sins to bring us back into relationship with God. And so that's redemption. And then restoration is when he comes again to correct um, everything in the world, not just our sin, and it will be restored to better than ever. Nice. No, that was that was a great, a great uh, uh, summation of the gospel. I think you, uh, yeah, you you handled that as well as I would have. Thank you. So, uh, but yeah, no, notice those four words: creation, fall, redemption, restoration. That, that's essentially the uh, the gospel in a nutshell. And uh, notice that. Uh, the gospel doesn't begin at the fall. I think oftentimes we're we're susceptible to beginning the gospel where everything went wrong. Uh, but in order for things to have gone wrong, things had to have been right at one point. And so I think that's where why you have to start at creation. You have to start at Genesis chapter 1 uh, with the king of the universe creating all things good. And then, yeah, you go into uh, the fall where uh, things become not good by uh, mankind's rebellion against the king of the universe. And then you've got uh, the king of the universe uh, bringing um, redemption through through many different uh, ways, ultimately through his son Jesus, who's the only way, truth and life. He's the only one who is able to bring true redemption to humanity. And uh, one, one day he's going to uh, come again to fully, fully and finally restore all things. And uh, yeah, we look forward to that day. So yeah, I think that's yeah, that. Uh, Just like how you like expounded that a little bit more. Like, oh no, mine was good, but yours is better. No. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, better I'm just, explain. I'm just uh, reinforcing what you have uh, laid out. There. Yeah, what you've laid out. Um, speaking of laying out, since it's family life in ministry, we should probably explain that there's more than just the two of us. Oh yeah, well. um, Hadassah, our uh, our three month old is here with us so if you hear coughing crying sneezing gurgling yeah, literally any sounds <laughs> that do not sound like us um and it's because she she's here with us and she is part of this this podcast episode and she's really cute so we let her stay <laughs> um <clears throat> yeah so i mean once we have the foundation of the gospel uh in place uh the next question uh, we could tackle is what does it look like to be shaped by the gospel? Um, and <laughs> I would say personally that it means that uh, we look to how God has laid out our story to explain what we're doing and to, to tell us what we should be doing. So when things go wrong in our lives, we know it's because of the fall and we know that we should be living out our lives in a way that directs people to his story. Mm. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I like how you put that. Um, yeah, I guess I would just say, um, like what does it look like to be shared by the gospel? I, I would say it's two things. Um, first, recognizing what we've been saved from. Uh, I think that's... Um, very 
formational and in understanding um, you know, who we are, where we're going, what we're doing. Um, it is understanding that we've been saved from the penalty of sin and death. Um, and I think the second thing would be to recognize what we've been saved to. And, and so, no, so not only have we been um, saved from the penalty of sin and death, but we've sa- been saved to uh, something else. And um, I think a good um, passage of scripture that kind of works works this out a little bit is uh, Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 to 10, uh, which says that by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing. It is a gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. Um, and, and so we've, uh, Paul is being saying up until that point uh, of how we've been dead in our trespasses, trespasses and sins and um, how we've been following the, the course of this world, um, the prince of the power of the air, the uh, spirit that is at work in the sons of disobedience, uh, you know, Ephesians 2, 1 and 2. And then um, just the, the glorious reality uh, that um, God being rich in mercy has has saved us, not not based on uh, our own doing, uh, but that is a gift of God. And so we've been saved from. And then in verse 10, we see we've been, what we've been saved to. Uh, for we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, uh, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. And, and so, yeah, we've been uh, created to uh, live our lives for the sake of Christ and not for ourselves. And so, yeah, that then basically the, the rest of our lives are going to uh, be a, an outpouring or an outworking of of uh, of the gospel and its its effect in our lives. And Hattie has the hiccups, so that's super cute. Inherited. Uh, <laughs> so, um, I, I guess with that that foundation, um, what it, what it looks like to be shaped by the gospel. Uh, how does this translate now to family life? Uh, since this episode is specifically talking about uh, family life and ministry shaped by the gospel. Uh, so I guess first, um, how, how does this translate to family life? What would you say? Oh, uh, it would, it just dictates everything that we do. And well, yeah, it's supposed to dictate everything we do. And when it doesn't dictate everything we do, then we do a lot of repenting. Um, <laughs> which is again, an outworking of the gospel. Yeah. It's like teaching our children to repent and then us repenting to them because we're still, you know, human. Um, but it translates to family life because we, just in each area of life as we approach things, we approach it with a, what are we supposed to be doing in this scenario? Um, and yeah, I would say it just directs our conversations and our teaching platforms with the kids every day. Because it's like, okay, why do we do what we do and why do we not live the same way as the world because mm. we're set apart in that so 
it just helps the conversations. Yeah, and I feel like we're we're often gonna have those those teaching opportunities. Uh, just just by very like just by nature of life happening, uh, we're we're always gonna have those those uh, opportunities pop up. Um, whether it's our children engaging uh, with the neighbor kid across the back alley or um, just one another as they're playing like soccer or football or something. Yeah, you know, yeah, just always, always those opportunities will present itself. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I would, and I would, yeah, I would just say uh, recognizing that, that we, uh, are still in need of grace, like Helena and, and me. Um, like we, uh, I like what, <clears throat> what Paul David Tripp often talks about. Uh, we, we don't move on from grace. We are, we are not grace graduates. Uh, I just listened to, um, uh, a podcast today where he, uh, was talking, talking about that. And, and so we're, we're still in need of grace and, um, that we, you know, we, we've, uh, by grace, you've been saved through faith, right? It's not like that's, we achieve that and, and then we you know, move on to something better. No, it, that, that is the point. And we are constantly in need of that um, every day of our lives. And, and I think just recognizing that for ourselves and then for uh, our children as well. They are also... Um, they're they're sinners in need of a savior, and they're gonna be need, in need of grace every day because they're they're obviously going to, um, they're obviously going to fall, and uh, they're gonna they're they're gonna mess up, and they're they're just gonna need that uh, that grace in their lives uh, day after day. Uh, any more anything more you want to add about family life? Not succinctly, no, I'm good. <laughs> succinctly. If we had an hour, yeah. then this would be no problem. It's going to be an hour anyway. Yeah, great. <laughs> um, okay, so then I guess secondly, how does this translate to ministry? How does being gospel-shaped uh, translate to ministry? Specifically pastoral ministry, although like just ministry, Christian ministry. Christian ministry. Um, can also, yeah. Well, since I'm not a pastor... I'm just married to one. It doesn't actually go into pastoral for me. But um, we... Well, that's hard. Because, like, the gospel being the four things that we explain it to be, it's like it translates to that because that is all of their lives and our lives. So it just translates to it because every time we interact with someone, we are living within the reality of of that truth whether they know it or not um so when we're interacting with christians in the church they do know it and then so then we can encourage one another in that but when they don't know it we have to either verbally tell them or just live our lives in a way that shows where we've come from and and where we hope to be going um man i don't know you just it I feel like it translates to ministry because it's in us so then it directs our ministry more so than 
like the actual outworking of the ministry. It's more in us. And then that's just how we, it's a lens. It's the lens that we look at our life and ministry through more than it is the outworking mm-hmm. of it. Does that make sense? I don't know. Yeah. 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 I, I, I can see that. Um, yeah. And, and I mean, obviously, <clears throat> when you think about the fact that, um, Christ is renewing and restoring all things. Right? So that's that's the, the the restoration part of things. Now, obviously that is still to come in, in all its fullness when, when Christ comes again. But uh, I think you, you see that initially when when Christ comes, you, you see him restoring what is broken, right? So that's why people are healed. That's why the blind can see. That's why uh, people are raised from, from the dead is because Jesus is giving us that, that restoration or he's giving us a, at least a glimpse yeah. of, of that, that restoration, that, that full and final restoration to come, right? So that's, that's what we would say is the, the inbreaking of the kingdom of God, right? So God initially created this good kingdom and then it became distorted, but you know, since the the fall, God has been um, establishing His kingdom on the earth through these individuals, through these entities like Israel, and uh, now through the church. And so, I think that when um, when you look at the fact that we've been commissioned, like Jesus said, "Go therefore and make disciples of all nations." Right? We've been commissioned to take the gospel to um i mean we don't need to go to iran uh i mean we can't we certainly we certainly should if that's where we're being called but um just to take the gospel to uh our neighbor down the street um that 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 is definitely that that's christ that that's king jesus and his kingdom um you know coming and uh, and and he's establishing that um i I think through through his people through us Mm -hmm. through the church and so yeah i i definitely see what you're saying about it um it being this this lens and so yeah i i think i I like that I, i think to to add to that um just recognizing that along with like us in need of grace, I think recognizing that that those around us, those we are ministering to, are also in need of grace. So whether that's Christian or non-Christian, okay. uh, we are all uh, in need of of grace. We're all in need of the grace of, of our Lord Jesus Christ, and and uh, obviously we will <laughs> we will fail as being uh, representatives of that grace. But uh, I think recognizing that um, we have a part to play in in uh yeah in in the the ministering uh to people and, and i think this is where again uh where uh something like hebrews 10 uh 24 to 25 is is formative for that um where the the writer of hebrews says and let us consider how to stir up one another to loving good works all right so he's you know echoing what um paul said in, in ephesians 2 
Um, and then it goes on to say, not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day drawing near. And, and so I, I think you see um, that, that it's an imperative to regularly gather together. And, and this, is, this is why um, the local church is so important, because it's in the, regularly, the, the regular gathering together for uh, worship that we are able to um, sing the word, pray the word, um, hear the word read and, and explained um, and then to encourage one another with the word that is, is going to be formative, um, not, not only for us individually, uh, but corporately. And, and then as we go out and we, we take that word, uh, to, um, to those around us, I, I think that's, that, that is how we, that, that, that is how gospel ministry kind of gets flushed out, um, is when we are when we're gathered together and then we take that and then take that to the, to the nations. Uh, I don't know. What do you, what do you think about that? I like that. I'm just like, we have to talk about that later. <laughs> and we've got more podcast episodes coming. So. Like, uh, what is the word? How do we get into the word? What is the importance of the word? Oh man. And you're just going to have to, uh, you're just going to have to pay attention to Cycle more. Back. Cycle back more episodes um because yeah we're we're hoping to touch on a lot of topics here we're hoping to bring in some um some guests uh to talk about some of these things so yeah definitely uh definitely be on the lookout for more podcast episodes if if this if this tickles your fancy at all um which we're hoping it does uh (laughs) not for our sake but for your sake um and for uh for anyone who who still listens um, but I guess to close, um, so we, we have a family mission statement that we crafted, I don't know, how many years ago? Five years ago? Six years ago? Maybe. Yeah, long. Yeah. At least six, if not yeah. more. Okay. So we, we crafted this, this family mission statement and, uh, uh, it says, <clears throat> um, that we exist to glorify and serve God in our daily lives through our gifts and relationships and um yeah there there are certain reasons why uh we worded it like that and um it's based on our eight core values as a family uh so just to run through them quickly um relationship with god relationship with each other uh service teaching community hospitality, discipleship, and giving. And each one of those have uh, a place in our family and they have a place in our family mission statement. And so uh, we're hoping to also uh, talk about um, each one of those in, um, yeah, in, in the next few episodes as well. So, yeah. Um, anything you want to say to kind of wrap up no that's good you think that's good yeah all right well uh we hope that um this has piqued your interest we hope that you're blessed and yeah see you again we'll see you again 